How powerful are our scripture readings this wonderful weekend? In the first reading from Genesis, we have Abraham going to sacrifice his son. Imagine what it must have been like. Here we have Abraham and Sarah who have waited and waited and waited and waited for a child. And God had not provided them with one. They're both advanced in age. And then they have three men come and visit them, and they tell them, you're going to have a son. Well, they don't believe them. This is impossible. We're too old. But a year later, what happens? They have a son. Then God does something absolutely incredible. No credibility at all. Abraham, I want to take you to take your son up on the mountain and sacrifice him. He and his wife must have been wondering, why? You just gave us a son. Now you want him to be sacrificed? How can you do that to us? We love this child. But Abraham takes his son, and goes up on the mountain, builds the altar, places his son on top of the altar, getting ready with a knife, to kill him. When the wonderful gift of the angel comes, don't do it. You don't have to do it because you have shown the proof of your love for God. Imagine what it must have been, such a relief, knowing that he was going to be able to keep his son. Then he looks around and finds this, this ram stuck in the bushes. And he gets him, he pairs him for the sacrifice. Again, God comes to him, and the wonderful messenger says, you have proven your love for God. Then we respond, I will walk in the, before the Lord in the land of the living. We are in the land of the living. And to realize that wherever we walk, the Lord is behind us. He's there, not pushing us, but there as a support and saying, I will give you the words you need to proclaim my presence in the world. How well do we recognize the Lord present to us when we go out into the world? He's there behind us, giving us the support that we need to bear witness to the power and the grace of God. Then we hear these wonderful words. Paul to his brothers and sisters in Rome. If God is with us, who can be against us? The world is against us. We're seeing that more and more in our own society. When the powers that be say, you don't have to worship God. You shouldn't even believe the things you're believing. They're totally against what we're teaching. What are we going to do? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for all of us. How will he not also give us everything else along with him? God gives us everything we need. Do we trust him enough to accept that presence and the love that he has for us? Willing to sacrifice his son for us, that we could have eternal life. How do we respond to that grace and that love that God has 
bestowed upon us. Imagine what it must have been like for Peter, James, and John. The Lord calls him and says, go with me up on the mountain, leaving the other nine behind. They think, oh, wow, we're going to get to see something. They do get to see something. They get up to the top of the mountain, and the Lord is transfigured. It becomes dazzling white. But if that's not enough, they see Elijah and Moses alongside, and the Lord speaking with them. Peter, as always, is the first to speak up and says, Lord, let us build three tents for you. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Recognizing the power that is present to them. Moses, the giver of the law. And Elijah being the gift of prophecy. But all of that's being given to them. They're able to see this clearly. We know from the other Gospels that they didn't want to leave. They wanted to stay there. But the Lord said, no, come back down the mountain with me. But don't tell anybody what you've seen. How difficult that had to be. Don't say anything until I've been raised from the dead. What do you mean, raised from the dead? What are you talking about? All the questions they had to have had, and yet they couldn't share any of that with anyone else. We are given the opportunity to share the word. We have witnessed the Lord's presence in our lives, the gift of resurrection that we celebrate in just these next few weeks. The power of Christ giving up himself for us. Opening our minds and our hearts to his presence that leads us forth. Always behind us, giving us that courage and strength we need. Let us be open throughout this wonderful Lenten season to accept the word that he offers to us. And put that word into practice in our prayer, in our daily lives, in the gift of the Eucharist that we receive this evening to give us the strength and courage we need to be a living sign of the Lord's presence in our world.